Greg Collins, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. You know when you've done 178 episodes, there's been a little controversy sometimes. I'm going to go out of my way and say this might be the most controversial. There's going to be some of you that no matter what I say, you're going to disagree with me. But today's episode, I'm going to talk about why I let students call me by my first name. All right, let me remind you of two things before we get this topic started today. First of all, I don't teach elementary school, okay? I only teach middle school and high school. If I went to elementary school, I don't know if I would be as comfortable telling them to call me by my first name. I don't know. You know, I taught one day of fifth grade in four years, and I didn't tell them that. I just wrote Mr. Collins up on the board, so I get that out of the way. The other thing is, a lot of you are coming from the standpoint that it's proper to call older people by their last name, Mr. or Mrs. last name. Keep in mind, I'm 64, so I'm going to guess that I'm older than most of you listening to this. So I'm not going to let you get away with that. I'm old enough that I can talk about it freely. I can understand if I was 27 years old and was trying to tell you this, that you may not listen as much, but I'm 64, okay? And it's something that I've done from the beginning. Now, here's what I'm going to do today. I'm, I'm breaking this up into three parts, okay? Start with the negative. I'm going to start with some negative things that have happened because I let students call me by my first name. Now, the negative stuff is all from adults. It's not from students. I mean... Let's go ahead and say, why are we at school? Are we there for the teachers or the students? Okay. Now, secondly, I'm going to give you a little research about how all this, it's proper to call somebody by their last name. Am I going to tell you that it's not out there somewhere? Of course not. That is the tradition. There's reasons for it. We'll get into that. And lastly, I'm going to tell you all the positive results. Some, I will say it's my interpretation and that it wouldn't happen if I hadn't let them call me by my first name. You might call me an idiot for feeling that way, given the reasons I tell you, but I've been called an idiot before, and I'm I'm beginning to think that I probably am in some degree, so let's go from there, all right? So here we go. Let's talk about the bad stuff first. I can only really think of three. One, this actually was probably three years ago, so it doesn't come up very often, but I was at a middle school. I was there three days for the same class on day two. I had a student walking down the hallway, and I think they were seventh grade, and I could tell, you know, I could tell the way they said it. They couldn't wait to say, good morning, Greg. How are you doing today? Well, the instant that happened, 
the lady next to me, the regular teacher that was also standing in the hallway, she jumped his case. I mean, she just didn't say, I'd rather you not call him by his first name. He's our substitute teacher. She jumped his case. She said, you do not do that. And I felt sorry for him. He did try to tell her that he had permission from me. I later told her. She said that she didn't think that was a good thing. And it made me change some of my strategy. Now, I'll be honest, on the flip side, the majority of teachers I have asked told me that they don't have a problem with that. Now, I hate to do the, it seems like there's fewer males that have a problem with it than there are females. I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know why. I'm just throwing that out there. That's a fact in my life. Might not be a fact in your life, but the schools I go to, it seems like the female teachers have more of a problem with it than the male teachers. I, I don't even know the reason for that. The other incident, it was in a high school. In fact, this was a class of juniors and seniors, and many of them I had had or I have substitute taught since they were in the eighth grade, and I know I was in there one day, and, you know, as they often do, the principal pops in just to say hello to everybody while we were teaching, and he looked up and he said, all right, students, how's everybody doing today? And one of them said, bless her heart, she said, it's a good day, Greg is here today. And he said, all right, he said, I'm not crazy about him going by his first name. But then he said, but I understand that's who he is. And he just smiled at me and walked out. So that was the second thing. Then the final thing is not near as specific as that, I do get some eye rolls in the hallway from teachers sometime when they know I let them call me by my first name, and they go on from that. And at the same time, those who like what I do in their classes, even if they don't like the fact, or even if they don't want students to call them by their first name, you know, maybe that's part of what they're worried about. They're afraid that the students will get in a habit of calling everybody by their first name, and that's not proper. I'm going to tell you why it's not proper here in a moment. You might be surprised that I just said that. So rolling their eyes, for that reason, for those types of reasons, a lot of times now what I'll do is here's my spiel when I go in a classroom, especially with a bunch of students that are meeting me for the first time. I've had some of that. I'm trying to stick to sixth grade. Obviously, if I don't do elementary school, most of the students I've had so far this year are meeting me for the first time. So I, I, I write up on the board, Mr. Collins. Underneath that, I write, I write Greg. And I said, all right, guys and gals, my name is Mr. Collins. But you may call me Greg. I actually prefer Greg. You know, the way I look at it, if we're going to spend an hour together for a few days, we might as well be on a first-name basis. And they, yeah, I can see the smiles around the room. Some of the students will still call me Mr. Collins. That's why I put both of those up there. I put Mr. Collins on the top. But I do tell them this. I say, now, some some teachers aren't crazy about that. To be honest, some cre teachers aren't crazy about me doing that. But I would 
ask you that, feel free to call me Greg, first of all, but I would ask you, let's, let's keep it in the confines of this classroom. When you go out, uh, you can just say hello. You can call me Mr. Collins. Do it that way. I think it's fine for you to call me Greg, but I don't want to offend anybody in the hallway. So I do approach it that way at times. All right, those are the negative parts. Let's go to the research I did. You know, I'm thinking, all right, I'm 64 years old. I've always heard that, especially back when I was a young guy. And it was not only, I mean, it was very formal back then, the way you talk. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Mr. And that is still respectful. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not sure it's a requirement, but I will say that that was very much the path back when I was in school. Not so much now. And I don't want to say that's because respect has changed. If you do research, and I started to quote an article But I didn't want you to think that I just found an article that's going to support my position, and that's the only one I've quoted. I will tell you, I read maybe a dozen articles, and already that's a lie because I really don't read articles. I read the first few paragraphs. I skim it to get the gist. And here's the synopsis. If I put all of them together, here's what I've come up with. And I think you'll be happy with it because it makes you right if you want to be called Mr. and Mrs., and it makes me right if I want to be called Greg. Most of the articles that I've come across have said that it is proper to use Mr. and Mrs. when you're addressing someone older than you or when you're addressing someone in a higher position than you. Now, before that sounds too snooty, in other words, if you're going in for a job interview, don't start calling the interviewer, perhaps the one that's going to be your boss, by their first name. Okay, You don't do that unless you are given permission by that person who is elderly or in a higher position. If you're given permission, if they say, please call me Greg, then it's okay. In other words, you can have your cake and eat it too. You should not call somebody by their first name in those situations unless you're given permission to. Now, once you're given permission to, like my case, feel free. I personally think it makes the interactions with the student, more personable, easy to get along with, those type of things. Now, that so we've done the negative. We've done the research. Feel free to go out there and do your own. Find your own slanted articles if you want to. I don't care. I'm just giving you a synopsis of what I said. Here's what I have discovered over the years that happens almost instantly. If the students like me in a classroom, and and thank goodness most of them have, there have been some that for various different reasons aren't crazy about me as a substitute teacher. I'm not sure if they're crazy about any teachers, but that's not my business. But, you know, sometimes the last period of the day, they'll write just little notes up on the whiteboard. I don't have a problem with it. If I find out the teacher does, then I'll make sure I don't let that happen the next day. But a lot of times it'll say stuff like, Greg is the best 
We like Greg as a substitute teacher and several comments of that type. And guess what? Very rarely are they putting down Mr. Collins. So I've already made that connection with them. I've already told them that we're going to be laid back enough because I think that helps the teaching process to make it a less formal situation where I can, instead of standing over you and teaching, I can sit in a chair with you and teach. Let's learn together. You know, substitute teachers do that especially because teachers, for the most part, they're going to change from time to time. They're teaching the same thing every year. heard a student tell me last night at a volleyball match, I got to go watch one and not be a part of the referee situation. And when that happens, I have multiple students come up to me and, and talk to me. You know, it's kind of funny now that I think about it. The ones that have had me in class, they call me Greg. The ones that know who I am but haven't had me that often, for the most part, they call me Mr. Collins. And guess what? That's kind of the way it's supposed to work, right? Right. Call me Mr. Collins until I give you permission to call me Greg. So it's a neat kind of observation, but this is the honest truth, guys. If I didn't let them call me by my first name, I don't think our relationship with the students would be as personable. I didn't say personal. I said personable. I don't think they would be willing to approach me as well. You may disagree with me, and that's okay. But there's just something about that connection, that informal connection that I've made with them, the fact that I'm a substitute teacher, but yes, I'm just a person. I don't know if friend is the proper way to say it. I probably shouldn't say I want to be their friend. That's kind of not a teacher-student type of thing, but I do want them to consider me as somebody they can talk to. I had a student recently sit down next to me and just pretty much open up to me, not about anything at home or anything like that, because I probably would have cut them off. I might have even not made them mad, but made them uncomfortable because it's not proper for me to you to tell me about that. But they told me about a boyfriend. They told me about what's going on at school, what they like, what they didn't like. They told me about what they're involved with outside of school. They told me a lot of stuff. Now, call me crazy if you want to. I don't know. This this particular student is a freshman, and I've taught them since they have been in the sixth grade, okay, or sub for them, obviously. There's a part of me, a strong part of me, that thinks that if on that first day I hadn't let them call me by my first name, joke around them with them while I was learning, and make the class fun, I don't think that student would have felt as comfortable coming up and talking to me. And you may say, well, it's not something I want to talk to a student about. But I'm proud of the fact that they feel comfortable enough to me to come up and share those types of stories. They weren't wanting my advice. Far from it. They don't want an advice from a 64-year-old man about how they feel. They just want somebody to listen, okay? So I was happy to be that person that would be willing to listen. So 
Think what you will. I think, and I will continue to think that using my first let them calling let them call me by my first name in class right from day one makes them more comfortable, makes me look a little bit different, makes me stand out. Whether you call that positive or negative makes me different than other substitute teachers they've run into, okay? I don't just let them call me by my first name. I tell them to call me by my first name, and that's the difference. If I didn't tell them that at all, they probably should be calling me Mr. Collins, but they've got my permission. They know it, and feel like you want to, but I think that has helped me you know, to be in a position where the students feel like they can come up to me and discuss things with me and be very comfortable with me being in their classroom as a substitute teacher.